0: You are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. It's Friday, March 15th, 2019, and welcome to another episode of Last Week in Health IT. As with every episode, we start off this one stating that the intended audience is everybody. Hope you are having a great March so far. We have a handful of news items for this week, so let's get right into it. Alright, so the first thing is the FDA clears first AI tools for medical imaging. So Quantib is a company based in Rotterdam, and they focus on software tools that help deliver fast, objective, accurate, and insightful imaging reports to radiologists. They do this with a focus on artificial intelligence and machine learning. One of their products, Quantib ND, has been cleared by the FDA for distribution in the United States. This is a pretty big deal because it's the first in a lineup next generation of products to be approved by the FDA that uses algorithms related to artificial intelligence and machine learning, paving a good roadmap for the future ahead. And the next thing is EHRs are listed as a patient safety worry by the ECRI. The ECRI is also known as the Emergency Care Research Institute. They are a nonprofit, independent organization that reviews medical practices and products that provide safe and effective care. The organization serves over 5,000 healthcare organizations worldwide so you can imagine they have a strong voice. In the most recent annual report, several of the top spots include items that are related to HRs, which include diagnostic stewardship and management of test results. It's a concern that these are on the list since the point of having these tools is to improve patient care, but quite honestly, I'm actually not too surprised to see them on the list. We're still evolving the use of our healthcare technology, so hopefully over time the industry will be able to remove EHRs as an issue from ECRI's list. Alright, so the next thing is mergers not resulting in EHR integrations as promised. So last week I spoke about how I was feeling very optimistic about all the mergers and acquisitions in which I was stating uh, that, you know, it's promising to see that we're all working together to improve patient care by leveraging the evolution of technology. So this may be true on the tech company side, but it seems to be not as promising on the hospital merger side. Uh, The report shows that out of 5,000 hospitals reviewed, only about one third of hospitals acquired in that period were actually converted over to the same EHR vendor as the parent entity. So this poses an issue with interoperability and information sharing. If these hospitals don't switch over to the vendor that the parent entity uses, then it becomes another barrier for patient care where the patient may not be efficiently seen across facilities. This is one of those things that should be continued to be reviewed, and perhaps another work group out there can identify methods in which vendor migrations can happen in a more organized and reliable fashion. I know that cost and resources are two major barriers from my own experience, and sometimes it just can't be helped, but there has to be another way. All right, so the next thing is clinical coding uh, has been sped up with robots at Hutt Valley DHB. So the Hutt Valley District Health Board meet the needs of citizens of Hutt City, Upper Hutt, and three other regions in New Zealand. They work with other healthcare providers to plan, fund, and provide a range of healthcare services for the people in the Hutt Valley. One of the major healthcare actions that Hutt Valley partakes in are electronic referrals. They process about 24,000 referrals every year, and now they are using robots to process them. Their project is an automation project for mental health, And in a span of three months, they saved about 71 hours of staff time. They were actually able to achieve a 75 to 83% success rate in this time. All right, so the next thing is UK is named as a powerhouse for healthcare AI by an investment firm. So MMC Ventures is a venture capital fund that invests in early-stage, high-growth UK companies. They recently released a report that looked into healthcare AI and they named UK as one of the big powerhouses for this evolving field. This is uh, supported by the health secretary, Matt Hancock, stating that it's his ambition to make the UK the best place in the world to grow a health tech business. You can download the full report by visiting www.stateofai2019.com and I'll also be putting that in the show notes for those who are curious to learn more. Alright, so the next thing is consumerism to contribute to a major interoperability push. Recently, at the HIMSS 19 Global Conference, uh, it's been showing that there's a major push towards interoperability. One of the major places where this push is coming from is the fact that patients nowadays have so much more power and ability to choose their care. In a world of value-based care, companies must play nicely with data sharing and interoperability to even survive in this landscape. So I'm currently taking a consumer health informatics course, and some of the trends that I'm seeing is that there's so much more patient-focused care in our continually evolving value-based payment models, so it doesn't look like consumerism is going away. In fact, it looks like consumerism will continue to have a strong contribution moving forward for interoperability, and that's a good thing as we move closer and closer to a unified healthcare technology landscape. Things like workgroups focusing on getting rid of information blocking in conjunction with consumerism. Give me hope that the future of healthcare IT is bright. All right, and the last thing is Digital Health Silk Road Project. So this one is quite interesting. Silk Road isn't exactly a term that comes with the nicest of connotations, considering it was used to, you know, name one of the black markets on the dark web a while back. Uh, But, you know, going back to the roots of the term of Silk Road, it brings us images of expanding a trade route of silk and spices in ancient China. And focusing in on that feeling... China is trying to create a reemergence of the Silk Road, but in healthcare data. Their new initiative called the Belt and Road Initiative will be a common platform that will improve public health by providing emergency information through information sharing, exchanging preventative and intervention methods, uh, and training healthcare professionals. With a lot of startups and even bigger companies in China trying to expand into healthcare, it looks like China's Silk Road will potentially be an innovator in the future. I'll be putting a link to China's Digital Health so growth project in the show notes for those who are interested. All right, so before we go, if you would like to hear more news or see more news on healthcare IT, you can actually check out great curated articles at healthcareitnews.com. It's actually where I go for daily healthcare IT news to keep myself updated on what's going on in the world. All right, if you like this episode, you guys can subscribe and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your other favorite podcasting services. And you can follow us on social media on Twitter or Facebook at PharmacyITMe or our Instagram at Pharmacy informatics. Or you guys can uh, also email me at tony at pharmacyitme.com. You can also follow my personal Twitter account at tony.pharmd. Also, I wanted to plug a great networking opportunity. It's called Pharmacist Connect. If you are familiar with Slack Workspace, think of it as a large vetted one through Slack. I've met some great colleagues on it, and there's even an informatics space in there. So you can find out more by visiting pharmacistconnect.com, which is P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. Thank you again for listening and I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy, IT and Me. And remember, technology is a tool, patient care is the goal.